Welcome to Comically Comics. I'm your host, Michael, with my other two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy. What up? How's it going? (laughs) This is a complete spoilers podcast. We're going to talk about everything from comics to the movies to TV shows to anything that has to do with comics and maybe a little beyond. beyond. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, glad to have y'all here. I have been collecting comics for, let's see, probably about 12 years now. Uh, I had some when I was a kid, enjoyed them. That's why I learned to draw and, uh, got out of it as a lot of people do as, you know, you start getting into school and stuff like that and it's not cool anymore. I got back into it once Batman... The Dark Knight Rises came out, and I wanted to have more Batman stories, so I started reading more comics, and that's what got me back in. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm Richard, and uh, I'm just a nerdy fellow. Uh, I'm your friendly neighborhood nerd. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I went there. Um, bearded nerd. Bearded nerd, yes. Uh, I've been... Reading comics since probably the age of 12, maybe. Uh, I stopped reading them during the Clone Saga like everyone else did with Spider-Man. And really fell out of it and just sort of kind of kept an ear to the ground of what was happening in comics uh, throughout the years. And kind of started back when I would say probably the MCU started taking off. So maybe around like Thor one um but yeah uh i just have a lot of useless knowledge and um michael and i and jeremy will have conversations when we hang out and we just decided to uh do a podcast so yeah here we are and drink and drink and drink (laughs) and uh i'm jeremy uh i've been Collecting comics ever since the three that I never gave back to Michael a few months ago. Um, yeah. Collecting them but not reading them would be a key point there. Um, I've read a few comics. I did read some of the Civil War comics um, back whenever that came out just to understand a little bit more. Um, I... I just enjoy the movies. I like to go watch them and expect nothing so then I can't get be let down. <laughs> uh, Ignorance so, is worse. Exactly. <laughs> I just try to just go and just watch a movie. So uh, I get all hyped, and then I come talk to Richard and Michael, and there disappears the hype. Um, so it just, you know, it, it comes crashing and burning. Uh but yeah, I, I I still enjoy talking about them, about the movies and the comics, because I like I like to learn about them. I don't like to put in the effort of going to read them, but I like to learn about them. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of got roped into this as well. Roped in, you like it? I do. We'll we'll convert <laughs> him one day. I, I tighten the noose every now and then. So. I just want it to be clear right now. I let him borrow. Civil War trade paperback, Superman Red Sun paperback, 
and one other, and I can't remember what the third one was. Uh, Vendetta, V for Vendetta. Oh, V for Vendetta. That's solid work right there. I'm just saying. That's a good friend <laughs> and solid work. That is a good friend. I don't think I would trust anyone with Superman Red Son. Hey, that's... I'm not a Superman fan at all. Not at all. Can't stand him. Cannot yeah. stand him because he's one step below God. And that's the best... One of the best stories ever. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like, regardless if you're a Superman fan, that's just a really good story. Uh... And... It, and and it didn't get me until the very end. And I'm not going to spoil that because that's just a piece of shit that does that. So, but <laughs> yes, the very end, that's what sold me on the entire story. Well, I guess I'll have to make sure all the creases are out of the pages then. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> Is it okay that there's cheese in between the pages? Or oh, At that point in time, just keep it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just burn it. <laughs> Just give it to eat, you know the kids, and just just keep it. Don't don't fox the edges. Sure, that one's not ready to flip yet. <laughs> no, it's a trade paperback. I don't have the actual like good ones of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and you gotta you got mention your other little side hustle there of flipping comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna let I was gonna let uh, Richard call me out on that because yeah you know. he slings them like he's a meth dealer. <laughs> he's like a drug dealer with comics. I mean it is I don't know it's cool though. Hey, oh, everyone's yeah. got to have a hustle. I appreciate him. Don't get me wrong. I got my own stash. I mean I yeah, partake just in like my a own drug stash. dealer. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. Good drug dealers don't partake in their own stuff. So I'd be a bad one, really. <laughs> yeah, that's was, yeah. I was like, okay, well then, that's bad. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. No, nah, it's cool. Yeah. I I have no space. Uh, I mostly just read like digitals now. Um, because I don't know, I don't like clutter, and but I do wish, like you know. I don't know. Everyone probably our age had the like, we collected comics and then like, your mom threw them out or whatever. That's what ended <laughs> up happened with mine. They got sent to garage sales, which at the time when I was done reading them, like I didn't care. I was like, sure, whatever. I don't care. And By then way, now, it's still a good place to pick them up. And now future me is like, what the fuck was I thinking? Um, <laughs> but anyway. Please uh, tell me you had a Spider-Man 300 and you got rid of it. I have probably. I don't know. <laughs> Not like one of those like rare ones or something. It's yeah. expensive. I mean, 300 is pretty expensive right now. Like that's that's first Venom. So what is what is what is it at now? Uh, it's it's up there. It. I mean, it's not like a Hulk 181 or nothing like that. So what's so but, special about that one? Hulk 181? Yeah. That's the first appearance of Wolverine. Technically, first... I don't know, there's a lot of debate over 181 and 180. Um, But right now, 181 is listed as the first full appearance of Wolverine. How much is that going for? Mm, several thousands of dollars, depending on grade. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've my lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this sickens me. The 300 one? No, uh, yeah, yeah, the 300 one. Yeah. <laughs> 9.8, which, you know, is like a really good rating, but it's worth $6,500. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get better than 9.8. It's yeah. probably not going to happen. Like No, but still. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I now, just sick. so we're clear, cheese in between the, the, the pages definitely knocks it down several grades. <laughs> oh, does so, it? It's about 9.6 yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, you know, at least 5.0 at that point in time. And it really depends on how much the cheese is melted in there. So. I, just, I just like the idea of like someone eating just like a slice of cheese while like reading a comic, like just oh, no, like one of those craft I picture, singles. I picture like the the Ritz crackers and like squirting the cheese whiz on it, and oh, like God. it <laughs> explodes onto the comic. Oh, that sounds weirdly <laughs> pornographic. <laughs> and they look down, they just go meh. <laughs> flip yeah. the page. Just kind of like wipe it off with your finger and lick it off your finger. They don't even like. They don't even wipe it off. They just they just flip the page. Just no. smear it. <laughs> Let it be, become one with the page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it like seeps through to like the next three or four pages. <laughs> oh, this breaks my heart. What have I done? Yeah, you you fucked up your life. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, this is this is we, this is us. So, I guess without like f- it or get out. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, be awkward with us. Yeah, very awkward. Sometimes it gets real awkward. <laughs> yep. Especially you might enjoy rubbing. this better if you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, hopefully you'll enjoy our episodes. Rants. Rants. Yeah, yeah they're mostly rants. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really like any... There's no plot to it or anything. <laughs> it's just how far Com- off the trail What'd you can say, we get. Richard, comic-y spaghetti? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, comic-y pasta. Comic-y pasta, that's it. Yes. I kind of stole that from Reddit with their copy copy pasta. I was thinking about doing something like that where like there's just dumb like moments in uh a a comic where we can just like talk about a scene or something. That was my idea. Yeah. Um I like it. All right, cool. So, what do y'all want to talk about today? Are y'all want to talk about Loki? Or you want to talk about Black Widow? Um, I want to talk about Loki. Actually, no. Let's cool. save that to the the end. I want to talk about Black Widow. You're such an and, asshole. And your and your notes, <laughs> your your pages and pages of notes. Bruh. Bruh. This ain't even no regular sheet of paper, and I got notes on notes on notes. Like a whole, whole parchment. So, like this, like this is a show right here on these notes. I'm telling you right now. So y'all ready? Yeah, yeah let's start it off. Let's talk. All right, all right. Do y'all want to start with with questions, or do you want to start with like going through the movie? Because I got like that's, notes throughout the entire movie. I'd say we just go through the movie first, and then then we'll do kind of questions. Or well, I mean, obviously questions will come up. Let's go around, and what does everyone think of it overall first? Yes. Okay. We'll start with you, Jeremy. Okay. 
Um, for me, I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, just, it was, <laughs> it was funny. It, it kept it comical at uh, where it needed to be. I think because obviously with her character, you could get real deep, real dark, and real serious a lot. Um, so I think it was, I think it was a really good balance in it. And, um, it just had a had a good storyline. I mean, obviously, my probably my my two favorite characters in there was the uh, the Red Guardian and um, Yelena. Like they were they both kind of they were the obviously they were the comic relief, but I I enjoyed theirs and uh, kind of getting to see that whole storyline. And I'll be excited to see where Yelena goes next on this on this future. Yeah, yeah, I liked. Uh... David Harbour is my man. I like David Harbour. Anything with David Harbour in it, the better. Um, How much is he your man? He's very much my man. <laughs> um, I loved him as Red Guardian. Uh, I I enjoyed the movie. Uh, it had some issues with it, like as a as a comic book fan, and you know whatever. Uh, Taskmaster was lame. Uh, I equated it to like a good Jason Bourne film. Because it felt yeah. like a good Jason Bourne film. Um, it was a little, but you get this with all the comic book movies. At the very end, it's very comic booky, where she's like falling through the you know sky and she's jumping off a thing, and it's just fantastical. But whatever, that's what you get with a Marvel movie. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, where we took the character with like the family and uh, like her family aspect, where she had like an actual family, even though they weren't blood-related before the Avengers. I will say it's too little too late, uh, because uh, we get this movie, and at the end, I'm like, great, I want more. Oh, wait, she's dead. Um, yeah. That was uh, very much of a letdown uh, for me on that part. Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much my thoughts summed up real quick. So I totally enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. Um, I thought this was going to be a great way to send out Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow, considering her death in Endgame. By the way, for everybody, this is going to be full spoilers, just letting you know ahead of time. Mm, so yes, um, if you haven't watched it, you haven't watched late. it by now. It's funny you should say that because whenever we watched <laughs> it, I was. Uh, Back with my watching it with my parents and my sister, and they had not seen Endgame, so what? Well, I got ruined for them. <laughs> the whole I mean, as long as they Black see the spoiler or the stinger, then yeah. it does nothing. Well, they, yeah, that's true. I mean, you got to wait for the end credits thing, but yeah, right. they got to that end credit scene, and my sister was like, "Black Widow dies." I'm like, where have you been? <laughs> no, she's just uh, faking her death. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love the movie. I thought the humor was great in it. Um, I thought the characters that they brought into the MCU now were great. I thought the expansion that they could do with the characters was great. Um, There's a few things that I didn't like a whole lot about, and I figure we'll get into that a little bit later. But as a movie as a whole, and as a story as a whole, I thought it was well put together. I thought it was another good Marvel movie. Um, And I thought... I, f I was not looking forward to the movie really and i was pleasantly surprised so 
and I will say like it's been interesting um so you know we're doing the thing with Eli going back and watching all the movies and the supposed timeline order and of course in uh, we just watched Age of Ultron as well and so you know in that one you get to see you do the it was whenever Scarlet Witch was introduced and she did all those flash or those memories obviously messing with their minds and like I was trying to kind of catch if they really kept much from like the Age of Ultron segments to Black Widow movie you talking about so the Red was, Room stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like what she went through as far as that. Like, and obviously she talked about the Red Room in there, but like, yeah, I was trying to kind of correlate between like what they, sh- that little s- snippet of like her flashback memory, whatever dream, and see if there was much that could relate to the Black Widow movie. So. I'm honestly glad we didn't get Red Room movie or, um, her and Clint as a movie in yeah what wherever it was Bangladesh. I can't remember now Bud- yes Budapest Budapest, Budapest. Oh, that's, it. that's it yeah yeah what, I'm glad I didn't I'm glad we didn't get those two movies you really like because yeah I feel like since first Avengers we've been sort of wanting to know what the hell happened in uh Budapest Budapest no fuck Budapest yeah sorry sorry I I, I made sure. <laughs> no, Rick Mason was right. It's pissed. No. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they told us essentially, like, or they showed us the aftermath. Like, she essentially was killing Drake off and brought in uh, Hawkeye and uh, Red Guardian, maybe, because I think he helped them. I think it was Red Guardian and wasn't it? I don't think so. I, I think he said something. I about think she cut her. ties with Red Guardian. I thought he mentioned about helping her take down Drakeoff as well. I could be wrong, but I mean, he had tight. If he did, it was only because he had such oh my gosh. good ties. When we get to talking about Red Guardian, I have so much to say. Um. <laughs> Good things, but uh, I just I have so okay. So much what? To say. So what did you not like about the movie, Richard? What I I did, I I thought the uh, essentially the um, uh, Taskmaster like was it's just the stereotypical like secondary villain. You know what I mean? Like he was just such a weak character. Like he was this secondary villain that just quit saying he you sexist bastard uh well i was that's right we, we are we are doing non-spoilers so um or we are doing spoilers i mean so yes she uh and like i don't know she just wasn't a flushed out character to me it was just oh she's the girl that natasha supposedly killed and That's all you need to know. I, I was kind of lame. Um, but that was the weakest part for me. Um, I would have preferred her him to just be like nobody. You know what I mean? Like over than the choice that they made. Because um, we don't need, I don't know, we don't need that reveal. Like you know what I mean? Like it. It, it seems like they were trying to do like a a Star Warsian like 
oh, it's this person. And it's just like, I'd have been fine if it was just nobody or actual <laughs> yeah. Taskmaster. Um, anyway, I, cool fight scenes. Really cool fight scenes. Um, but anyway. How many Avengers did you see in the fight scenes? Uh, I, I like watching it a second time. There's, there's the obvious. Um, there's Black Panther. There's Hawkeye. There's Captain America. There's Bucky. Uh, there's Spider-Man. There's Black Widow. And I think that's it that I can think of. Oh, I didn't see Black Widow. Yeah, he copies I mean, I, her. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't see Spider Man. I'm sorry. Oh, when uh, you know, when she uses that little weird like tether thing, uh, the first time he appears to her uh, on the bridge, you know, when he like blows he up cuts the car it. and he cuts it, and then he like swing kicks her or whatever. It's a Spider Man move. Oh, okay. Like he like swings and then kicks and then like flips down and lands. It's a, it's a Spider Man. Okay. I think okay. it was from. Civil I think War. I know exactly. Um, it's a move from. Civil I'm not gonna War. lie. I saw the knife flip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's a freaking cool Bucky move!" Yeah, yeah. That's the, well. I mean, that's his. Everyone talks about the Winter Soldier knife flip Bucky move. Um, yeah, it's dope though. I agree. I was, I was glad they pulled that back out. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, what do you think? What's, what's what are you not liking? What are you not digging on the movie? Uh, I mean, I'm about to say, motherfucker, answer me. <laughs> it. I really like even. Uh, you know, being kind of the, uh, I guess the guy looking in that doesn't know as much on the, and didn't necessarily catch all the little details in it, like, it was, I didn't really have much that I didn't like about it that I, I can, I could think of, really. Um, I mean, it just, it seemed to go, go pretty well, so I, I, like I said, as just a person that wants to go in to enjoy it, I mean, I thought it was overall a really, really good movie, which obviously y'all said that as well. Um, but there's really not, not much that I, I really didn't like about it. I didn't think of. That's cool. I, I do you, think that... Did you like this more or less than Captain Marvel? Keep in mind that Captain Marvel is the worst Marvel movie ever. I'm, that's it. I'm saying it on record. <laughs> um, they're about tied. Wow. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I really did like this one a lot better. I just, I like this kind of style of movie a little better. Like with, um, just, and I mean, I guess I can with see like actual good between, scenes in it. Yeah, and like actually having a um actor that really puts more effort into yeah, that it. That emotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there's really... I've seen Brie you know, Larson she's in like the, uh, other movies, and she's done fantastic work, but she just mean mugs all throughout Yeah, she, she she twilighted the movie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> she just sits there with, like, a stern look on her face. Yeah. I, I do feel like this movie did do a good job, and I feel like they're getting in that territory of where they have to kind of marvel. Um, of comic book movies reaching people that, you know, don't know anything about comics. I feel like they've kind of... That's the one thing I feel like Marvel has done that DC hasn't done, is being able to reach and tell stories to people that don't read comic books. 
So, like, you don't have to have read Black Widow books and stuff like that to actually get a good story out of it. Yeah. Like, it seems like the the biggest comic book thing that everybody's disappointed in in this movie is Taskmaster. And I feel like what Taskmaster was trying to do, or what they were trying to do with Taskmaster, in response to what you didn't like, Richard, Mm -hmm. was that they were trying to use Taskmaster to relay how much of a dick Draco was. Yeah, like he, and he and would... that he just he did not give a shit about women. Yeah, like, I gotta I mean... jump in here real quick. I have no earthly idea what you're talking about on Taskmaster. The guy, the person. Yeah, yeah. The chick. He's the uh, he's the, in like, the armor. He's like the the robot man that uh uh is assigned oh. to like go get the vial. Oh, that, his like, daughter. All... Yeah, yeah, his daughter. That's Taskmaster. Oh, okay. He's uh, oh, okay. Yeah, see, they don't even call her Taskmaster. Yeah, so I was like, her. I, no, they didn't. I gotta make sure. I was like, I, well, maybe I they're just... saving the name. I mean, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to disagree with Kevin Feige, okay? Um, the motherfucker's on point. He is. Obviously. Um, <laughs> he is. He's even come out uh, with the whole Scarlett Johansson suing Disney thing and has even been like, guys, guys. I'm trying to do something here. Could you please not, you know, ruin this? She's I saw all Disney? those come out. Do what now? She's suing Disney? Yes. Uh, she, so supposedly the backstory on this is like, she's supposed to get like a percentage of the back end, I think. Kind of like how a lot of like actors do. And that's one of the reasons why this movie was being pushed. You know, it's supposed to come out like a year ago or two, well, like mm-hmm. a year and a half. Or I don't even remember anymore. Um, and it kept getting pushed, kept getting pushed. And then finally Disney released it on uh, in theaters and in streaming. And they are using that as an excuse to not pay her as much. They're basically saying, well, it was released in theaters and it made this much money in theaters. But the other oh, money not that accounting was, for. yeah, they're yeah. not accounting for what it made on streaming as well, and she's suing oh, Disney. Wow. And Feige has even come out and said, like, guys, like, I'm, I'm trying, like, you're gonna piss off all of my like actors that I'm thinking about bringing on if you screw them over. You know what I mean? Like, if they, yeah. right. whatever, say he's bringing it's in, not like they don't have the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're a multi-billion-dollar company. I love the Marvel movies. I hate Disney so much, like, just because they try to screw people out so much, uh, and have won many. You're gonna times. have the mouse come after us and cut us off before we even get started. Yeah. So sorry about that, like complete derailment there, but I just had to make sure of like yeah. what the Taskmaster was there. Sorry, tangent. Yeah, no, you're good. Well, and and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like you as not as a not really comic book person. Yeah. It didn't bother you any. Yeah. Like, it just went along with the story. Yeah, I just thought it was part of the whole thing. You accepted it as it was. So, and that was kind of my point that I was getting to, was that, like, they've been and continue to do a good job of telling comic book stories without somebody having to have read a comic book. So, um, alright. So, we start off with, you know, you see Natasha as a child, you see Yelena as a child. Sleeper and, agents. Oh mm. yeah, Russia's in America. Yep. And uh, you know the first thing that we see both of them in Natasha and Yelena is they're playing like they they've got a bond. You already see their bond and stuff like that as children. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And and you already see where Natasha's wanting to care for Yelena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you eventually, through the first montage in the movie, realize that she's already been in the Red Room one time already. One time. At least. That's crazy. It's, and, like, you know, they pull this whole human trafficking thing out as well. Like, that's crazy yeah, as a kid. Yeah, that is the darkest thing that Mar- Marvel <laughs> yeah. Disney has done. Is that opening uh, Nirvana smells like Team Spirit like child trafficking opening intro? Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is dark. <laughs> I was just like, this is messed up. Oh yeah, you see them there like cuddling and screaming, and it, you also see though Melina come out, and you can tell the way that she's sitting there handling these kids and stuff like that, and the way that she's talking to Yolanda, like she loves these kids. Like, even though these aren't her kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, she loves them as much as a parent, as a sleep agent, I guess, can love some random children that aren't hers. You know what I mean? Like, the way that she sits there and tends to the girl's knee and stuff like that. Like, she didn't sit there and just say, hey, walk it off, it's fine. Yeah. Like, she didn't go out there and just, I mean, she could have. It was in the backyard. Wasn't nobody else looking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could, from that scene alone, to me, it was like, okay, she actually cares for these kids. Also, at the dinner table, when she looks over at Natasha and sits there and says, I'm sorry, when uh, Alexi comes in and says they have to go. Yeah. Like, again, if she didn't care, why even say you're sorry? Like, why? Like, why even? Well, yeah, that? and even, even whenever uh, he took her to aside behind that wall, she was like, I don't want to. Yeah. She didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. She liked what she had. And it's probably especially as a young woman at that point in time. Like, she knows she's never going to have kids again. Yeah. And well, they they were sterilized. Right, yeah. right, so. exactly. And plus, like, it's America, like, compared to Russia back then. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're right. I, You know, that's a good point, because I was totally against her uh, by, like, the third act uh, with her. Because the whole like, hey, we'll get into that. But the what what they reveal about her, I'm like, oh, that's pretty irredeemable. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll get into that. I guess when we when we get to that part, when, when they get to the pig farm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So just a little bit of uh, information. You'll find Natasha Romanoff's first appearance in Tales of Suspense Fifty Two. You'll find Yelena Belova's in Inhumans Number Five. Um, you'll find Alexi in humans. Really, a, I did not know yep, that. And in, in humans number five, it's kind of it's a, a fault after possible cameo. You just don't see her face. It's full body and everything else. Yeah, but they never say her name. Hmm. So, but it's her. Uh, Alexi's is Avengers forty three. Melina is Marvel Fanfare eleven. Oh, and another thing that you know that she cares for the kids is the fact that she has the album. So yeah. like that's to me that's three things right there. Like within that first opening scene to show how much she cares about these kids. Like these were just set prop photos. You know, we find out later on anyways. Yeah. So like they should mean nothing to especially to the sleeper agent. Like they, they should mean nothing. And yet, you know, she wanted to make sure she had those photos. 
Right. So I don't know. I just thought that was that was just more character build for her that I felt I like could easily be thrown away, especially seeing it all at the beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are those are interesting points. Um, cause like I, I was kind of anti, um, Melina, um, just because like I said, in in the third act thing, it's just kind of like, that's, that's messed up. Um, but those are, those are some interesting points. Um, they also, I don't know if you noted it down, but, um, the, when we find red guardian later on, he's got. Uh, the girl's like tattoos on him as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I think I it's like know. on his sh- uh, his like uh, shoulder or forearm or something. I forget where it is. It's on one of the arms. Wow. No, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so we got a we got a plane scene because you know. Let's not gloss over Jig that. That was a cool, like, Alexi Red Guardian scene. Like, he flips the, like, we finally get to yeah. see, like, also, can we just go ahead and say that, like, Russia perfected the super soldier serum? I mean, like, he gets fat, so not exactly, <laughs> but, I mean, he straight up flipped that trailer or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I didn't realize, like, I didn't know who he was really, like obviously beforehand, so I didn't expect that. And he just see him just flip it. I was like, "Oh, well, this is that sets a tone right there." So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's uh, Russian Captain America essentially. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At at the end, you you know all that, but uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, I like that whole chase scene. That felt very, I don't know. It felt um. Like, there were stakes, even though we know from, like, trailers and stuff that these characters are going to make it at least to, like, near the end of the movie. But it felt like, for a second there, like, oh my god, we're not going to make it, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah. I, I enjoyed that scene a lot. I definitely didn't think Alexi was going to make it onto the plane. I thought he was going to get... Captured. He's going to fall off or captured or something. Yeah. Something was going to go down. In prison. So, I'm... I didn't make it that far. I was just thinking I was in the moment. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yes, definitely a cool chase scene. Um, definitely like seeing, you know, I guess that was a good way of sitting there showing his strength as the Russian Captain America, the Russian super soldier. Um, so they make it to Cuba, and of course Molina's shot during the the chase scene. Um, I guess Nat flies the plane most of the way. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, mom's shot. <laughs> I mean, like... yeah, that or well, I, I would say Alexi does, but I don't. I, I wonder about him though, if he would be able to the mental capacity to be able to handle flying a plane. So, yeah, he drink vodka. He's good. <laughs> yeah, vodka. Vodka. Let's see. When we get to the airport, we meet Dracov, and he's actually not a comic book character. No, really. Really, he is not. He's made up. There have been several people in the comics they've made as the leader slash owner general, whatever of the Red Room, and he's never been one of them that they've named. He's not a person in the comics, and huh. um, but there's still yeah. supposedly somebody out there that's over the Red Room, like 
actually controlling that. Well, in the comic books, you know, they have however many people that control or do the Red Room. But I, I guess in the MCU, it could or could not be gone yeah. now. So it looks like it's gone, but... In the comics, she's related to Red Guardian? Who, Nat? Yeah, I forget how... It's she has husband. a relationship with Red Guardian. It's a husband? Husband. Yeah, yeah. okay. I couldn't remember. I, I didn't want to say that. Which is just weird. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even want to bring it up on this podcast, because well, I was like, I that's mean, just... In, you gotta explain in, the shit. In it's... comic book world, they have... Didn't she have the Infinity Formula? She's one of the few people who can't, like, age. And because he has a super soldier serum, he can't age either. Oh, nah, I don't, yeah, I, I think know. I think that it's a thing because there's like a whole thing where like certain people of the Marvel universe who can't like age just like meet up and like drink beer and have steaks and all like, hey, we can't die, yay! Like it's like <laughs> it's like Logan, Nick Fury. I think it's Black Widow. Um. Anyway, yeah, I go drink well. Yeah, I I'd have some interesting war stories. Yeah, especially how, how, does, how does Nick Fury? Well, I guess just because he's got he's everywhere and he he somehow has gotten a hold of it. Yeah, I think he I think he's the one who had that because uh, OG Nick Fury is like from like World War Two or something. I forget what exactly. Don't doubt from. Nick Fury, Jeremy. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he may come and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. We got the airport scene. Um, like I said, we get to meet Dracov, and that's it's where you start seeing that that Nat's actually been in the red room. You know, she sits there and takes the gun from the guard. First of all, no nine year old's gonna just sit there and straight yeah. up strip a guard of his pistol. Like that dude was fired and shot. Yeah. So he was... there's no way he made it off Cuba either. Um. So you get to see where she can. She knows how to handle pistols. She's not afraid to use it. She's sitting there telling people that she's going to kill them and stuff like that. Like, she's already been bred. She's already, she was made for this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you see the, how much she actually cares for Yelena in that as well. You know what I mean? Like, she knows where Yelena's mm-hmm. getting ready to go and she does not want her to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like in that scene also, you see her, res- Nat's respect for Alexi as a father figure. And I also feel like you see in that scene, um, Alexi's like very much Russian pride. Like I want my girls to be the best. I want my girls to to exude Russian pride. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like that that father. I, I'm proud of my girls, and I want them to be the best, and I want Russia to be proud of them, and and all that jazz. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it's a. I want, you know, this is part of them going. They just need to be part of the Red Room. That's just what it is. I don't feel like it's that at all. Yeah, there was, like, for me, so I I, I started watching it. I didn't get um, a, second, a full second way through watching the movie. But, um, so, it was interesting because the first time I watched it, that's, that's the exact feeling that I got from him. And then kind of knowing where he was on the second time through, I kind of wondered, like, almost felt like in his mannerisms and stuff, like he was just kind of, kind of going through the motions, trying to be a little, um, a little authentic, but at the same time, like, just trying to work through it real quick. But uh, yeah, 
I think there was definitely more attachment for him than what he originally thought, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely see it in his face too when, like, the girls leave him. Yeah, that he he's like, he's he's almost got to reassure himself, like, this is best for them. Uh, I honestly don't think he knew that they were gonna get sent to the red room. I really don't. Um, really? I, yeah. I I well, he told took that. He told Natasha that she was she went whenever she was or whenever she was younger. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. Well, she told she said she said you went when when you were younger than her. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, those three years in America saved this girl from going to the red room. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, yeah. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> You've convinced me. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> no! He loves some girls. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was, it was messed up. Um, I really don't have much to say uh, in that, about that scene other than it was just really messed up. Because that's just the... That's when we get to the child trafficking like smells yeah. like teen spirit montage yeah and it's really dark yeah it's gross and she hands off like she hands Harvey off Weinstein, the like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> she hands off the photo booth uh snapshot tears it in half gives it to Yelena so you know to for remembrance and stuff like that yeah. like it's just, I just I just felt like that whole that whole first part of the movie can like, be so terribly just thrown away. And I just felt like there was so much information they were packing in that first set of the movie to establish the family that they actually are, which is the whole base of this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, you definitely want to set up, mm, like, that they're a family. Um. Uh, it it kind of gets broken apart later on, but yeah, you do want to have some sort of foundation there, show something, which I think, like you yeah. said, when they're in America, it shows it more. This scene, uh, th- that that part to me felt like it was the the tearing up of the family, though. Like, obviously, it is because they literally tear the family apart. Um, but yeah, uh, one goes to Auburn, one goes to Alabama. Yeah, and um. <laughs> The so like I, I yeah I I don't know I don't have much to say about this scene other than it's just messed up. All right, so we get the montage. Smells like Teen Spirit. Did you like that choice of song and the the version that we got? Oh yeah, I love that ver that, that version was yeah. it was awesome. It was appropriate appropriate for look. It's better than the I watched it over the week when I was sick. But it's better than the Pan movie where Hugh Jackman has like all the little kids sing it with him. It, anyway, it, that's a whole nother tangent. But yes, I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really like that that version of it too. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, mm. I, as much as you know, I grew up on Nirvana and stuff like that, and I still to this day do not know all the words to that song. And it, I don't think you're supposed to. I think it's supposed to be the definition of dysfunction, and but melody. And it was almost kind of like showing you, like, this is what the Red Room is like. Like, it's complete ridiculousness, but it's it's just melody. Like, you just kind of go with the motions. Yeah. 
we just we just suck you in. You don't care about the words. We're gonna we're gonna wipe the words from you. We just want you. We just need you to just go along with the melody. So yeah, I could be looking too much into that bullshit though. Too, maybe I I think that's <laughs> I think that's maybe a little bit of it. But uh, but to slow it down, you could sit there and you could you could put the regular version in that in there. You don't have to have it all slowed down, where you can actually sit there and actually hear the words as it's going on. I don't. So once you get past the montage, you sit there and you see Nat in the bathroom and looks like Ross is closing in on her. Uh, of course, we have Fucking to address his bypasses. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean I didn't mean to talk over you, but. <laughs> Fucking Thunderbolt Ross, man. I hate that dude. I hate that dude. Thin, uh, uh, Senator Thunderbolt Ross. Hate that guy. I like him. He's a giant douchebag. Um, anyway, sorry. He's just got, he's just doing his job. He's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to go off another tangent. They keep bringing up his heart surgery. I think oh, we yes. get, I think we may get. Red Hulk or something with him. Like they keep bringing that up for no reason. Um, that's it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Of course, we get the mention of his heart surgery or his his triple bypass. Yeah, I I don't know. Did the I, I should have done research. Did the actor actually have heart surgery and maybe he just didn't look that great because he does look kind of sickly. Like uh um. And I'm just wondering, did did they just throw that in there to sort of like say. Okay, <laughs> You know, he really did have heart surgery. Um, Shit, I don't know. He's old, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll have to look him up. But yeah, uh, great. I, I love the actor. He does a great job as Thunderbolt Ross. I just, yeah. I hate Thunderbolt. I hate him from the comics. I hate the movie adaptation. I've hated all movie adaptations, all the different Hulk ver- movies that include him in there. He's just such a douche. He's a great villain. I don't care what you say. Oh, he's a great villain. I just can't stand him. <laughs> so you're thinking Red Hulk. Alright. Jeremy, do you know what's what's your knowledge of Thunderbolt Ross? That's the first time I heard Thunderbolt. Okay. I mean um, obviously he's been I've seen it like he's been in other Avengers and things like that, but never really heard yeah. of Thunderbolt Ross. That's his that's his nickname is Thunderbolt and it's from the comic book. Um, eventually he, you know, he's, he's big, he's probably the, the arch nemesis, I'd say, of the Hulk. Would you agree, Richard? Yeah. Um, he's Betty Ross's father, so. Yeah. yeah. And he's a main sort of foil. He probably is the arch nemesis. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, he's been there since Incredible Hulk 1. Like, that's. One would argue that the Hulk is Banner's arch nemesis. Oh, Shut goodness. your damn mouth. <laughs> They're one now, okay? Two have become one. That's true. In the MCU, they have. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that we're setting up that he's not going to be the Red Hulk. I think they're setting up he's going to be the exact opposite. Um, and what I was going to say, Jeremy, was is that in the com in the comic book- fuck you in the comic <laughs> books, um, Thunderbolt Ross was looking to do the same kind of genetic deal as Banner did, uh, but improve on it and became Thunderbolt Ross. 
or became Red Hulk. Sorry, he's always been Thunderbolt Ross. He became Red Hulk. Yeah. Um. So and there's lots of talks that and and there's been a group called the Thunderbolts and its villains. That's basically Marvel's Suicide Squad. Yeah. And there's been talks of bringing them into the MCU. You know, from fans and stuff like that. Or there's hints of it, especially in this movie as well. Yeah, yeah I think we're getting that. It seems like we're going yeah. down that road. Either that or Secret Avengers. Or Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers, I'm sorry, yes, Dark Avengers. Um, um, but I think that the bypass is to let you know, I either agree with you that, yes, the bypass is there to show you, okay, we're trying to make him better, and we're trying to make him bigger, stronger, faster, or it's he's not going to be Thunderbolt Ross because he can't handle it, and we're going to get the dude from uh, WandaVision. The, uh, Since he's locked up now, and he was a bad guy. The sword, uh, head of Jackass. sword guy. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. I like that idea, uh, Michael. I think that's a really cool idea because that would, uh, except for the fact that, like, if it comes true, you've spoiled it for us. Uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> hey. It. Hey. Well, it, I already told y'all. But no, I, I like I like that idea because that's a way to surprise the comic book readers because they're always trying to do stuff like that. And, um, yeah, that would be cool. Like, you think it's Ross, but then it's this guy. Um, which we really need to get a name for him. Um, but, uh... WandaVision douchebag. The, um, that would be really cool. And it would also explain why the mustache isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, uh, in case you're wondering when, uh, back when the Red Hulk run was going on, it was this whole thing. It was like this mysterious, like, who's the Red Hulk? Who is he? He could be anybody. Yeah. Who is he? And then it was like, oh, it's Thunderbolt Ross. And Thunderbolt Ross has, like, a signature, like, mustache. like a Not like, like a Wilford Brimley mustache, but, like, a very iconic mustache. But when he becomes Red Hulk, it's gone. And fans were like, what, what happened? And <laughs> He don't need it. Yeah, well, they never really explained, like, it goes away, but then it comes right back when he turns back to Ross. Um, I guess he burns it off, and then it grows back instantly. Oh, the other power set for the Red Hulk is the madder he gets, the hotter he gets. So, like, if he gets mad enough, you know, he can, like, melt through steel and stuff like that. He also has, like, some super strength, but it's not on the power level of, like, Hulk. Oh, his doesn't quite match... I guess like no. Hulk's is like supposed to be the the true like pure strength like yeah his is just strength. raw untapped rage and uh, yeah. I mean MCU Hulk's different but like a comic book Hulk there's like you know World Breaker Hulk where if he gets mad enough he could literally like tear the earth in half um but uh with Ross it's just the matter he gets the hotter he gets and not in like a sexy way in a <laughs> he'll melt your face off way. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Back okay, so she's out of sync. <laughs> this podcast's gonna be like five hours. <laughs> um That'd be alright. Um, so anyways, she's at the sink and you know, she's talking to Thunderbolt Ross, and of course we get the uh the nice Microsoft commercial for right? her cell phone. Which by the way I thought was awesome. Love Microsoft phones. I thought they were the best. So, and I stand by that to one. this day. Oh, they're great. I love them. But apps just, there weren't any apps. 
Um, little do we know that she's on a boat. And we get to meet uh, Rick Mason, who's bringing her supplies. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, Rick Mason is the Tinker's son in the comics. Oh, they made a big... Yeah. I didn't... See, I didn't know that. Uh, they made a huge deal, like, he, that guy got way too much screen time. And I was like... That dude got way too much press for his screen time. Yeah, he really did. But I was like, who is this guy? Like, I mean, like, I, I've seen his face in, like, some other things, but I just meant, like, as far as, like, the MCU goes, I was just like, who, who is this man? Who Bro got a poster and everything. I was like, yeah, what? he did get a he did get a poster. <laughs> so you'll find his first appearance in Marvel Graphic Novel number five, um, comic book canon. You'll find his first appearance in Cage Three. So I don't know if this is gonna open the door for the Tinkerer or not. I kind of well, I mean, I feel like he's we already got the Tinkerer in, in Spider Man. So that's true. Well, that can't be related then. No, maybe I'm wrong can. with it as far as the tinker. No, I mean I, I I can look him up, but like I don't, I they don't have to be like just because they are related in the comics doesn't mean the MCU they have to be related. No, I mean I got you that, on that, but uh, I feel like that would be really cool though. Um, he's like Tinkerer 2.0 because don't didn't uh after the end of Spider Man didn't they get like all caught and put in jail so. Right. So it would make sense that you need, like, another Tinkerer or tinker eye. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, just, I feel like things like that, you know, Kevin Feige obviously knows. And so you got to think it's got to possibly lead to something else. Yeah, there's, there's... But with his screen time being the way it is, then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I figured this guy's going to show up again somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere. Got to. Um... Uh, I think the Red Guard. Oh, you think they're gonna do Red Guard? The, the I, Red I mean, Guard. why not? You've got you've got pretty much all the characters there. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, I, I mean, mean you I'm... you've got two of them. All right, so she needs some fuel for her generator because she's watching her what was it James Bond movie? Yeah, that she had memorized and yeah, Spy like power went out. That was uh, well, yeah. That was funny. I I enjoyed that. So, uh, so James Bond is canon now. Yeah, James Bond, uh, or at least James Bond the movie is in right. Uh, is in the MCU. It's canon. Um, yeah, she goes to get gas. She has the weird mail. They mention the mail, which I don't know about you, but if I'm in a safe house, I'm not gonna have mail delivered there. Like, that just seems like a bad idea. Do they not have P.O. boxes? Well, she... Mason brought her the mail. Mason, she yeah, had mail at a... It was mail, I think it was a P.O. box. It, it was mail at the Budapest address. He said, I moved all your mail here now. Uh, because that was originally her other safe house. Because he said... Oh, yeah, he she ain't had, using that no more. He had, some, he had a new tenant at the Budapest, right. which was Yelena. Um, she she let the rent bypass on that. I just thought that was weird. I was just kind of like, why would you have mail sent to a safe house? Spies need mail too? Yeah, I don't know. Do they? Where's she going to get her James Bond Netflix DVDs from? 
They still sell. They still send DVDs. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you brought up a good point. Case. Do what? Got the Netflix case around it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you brought up a good point that I forgot. I forgot the scene where um, we we get that she's she's going to the safe house, but this is where they introduce Yelena as the uh, as a widow along with the other widows, and we see them uh, chasing after a woman with a package. And so, Elena's chasing her down, you know, fights her, there's a whole little scuffle in the street and stuff like that, which I find really odd. It was probably one of the oddest scenes to me in the, the whole movie, because I was like, there's people walking down that street over there, yeah. and, and probably back the other way, and don't nobody see this shit? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought the same thing as well because they're all like in like Black Widow gear, you know what I mean? And it's like they're stabby stabbing each other, and <laughs> I'm just like, right, right. What? Uh, no one's gonna, no one's gonna call the cops, or just, everyone's just gonna look away. Okay. All right. So I've completely I mean, I missed. Pest, pest. Rick Mason. He's right. No. So I've I missed what this red gas is. Like out of the however many times that I've watched it now, I've I've missed what this red gas is, where it came from, all that shit. I don't think they ever explain it. It's a MacGuffin. It is literally a MacGuffin. It is So now we have a whole new setup for something because this ex widow gasses Yelena. It it breaks the trance, and she was trying to get this red gas to somebody else, yeah. which is why she almost got sniped. So who was that other person? What is this red gas? We and don't what know. What will that turn into? We don't know. Uh, they were going to use it to, I guess, free all of the widows, or at least as many as vials as they had um and we don't know who they are taking it to they have no idea like they don't ever allude to that um i kind of guess it doesn't matter because she died anyway um it's kind of matter but um yeah i don't think i don't think we'll i don't think we'll see anything of that personally that just seems like a big hole just to Leave open. It's a Scarlett Johansson size hole. It's not a big hole. I I don't know. I, I, I didn't, don't. I didn't know. I don't uh, know how to take Pew, that. I, uh, Pew. Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> Pew. Whatever her name is, the one who plays Elena, but I couldn't think of her name. Uh, Florence Pew. I think that's it. Florence Something Pugh. like yeah. I think you're right. So the the chick that Elena slashes and cuts. Uh, gasses her, and it is an ex-widow, and she's been gassed. The ex-widow's been gassed, and is basically like on her deathbed, telling Yelena, "Hey, free the other ones." Yeah. And so and then we Yelena. hear, yeah, and then we hear on the comms converge on team leader, and they're talking about Yelena. So Yelena has gone up in ranks, mm -hmm. big time. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's uh, um, she's top dog, or was. I think they're doing that to establish that she is very well equipped to handle you know the then because obviously we're gonna get her in future installments 
And I think they're doing very much. I think they're doing that to help further put in the mind of the audience that hey, this she can handle herself. If she's team leader of the new Black Widows, then she can handle herself. Or just hey, this is going to be your new Black leader, Black Widow, in Avengers movies, and she's pretty much the same, if not better than what you've already had. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Alright, so now with with Yelena being gassed, we get the deployment of Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yep. Alright, and we see Taskmaster and just, she, just Richard, in, she... She's sitting in there and just watching Civil War. Just watching that movie. <laughs> right. The airport scene back to back to back. That's her favorite scene. It's everybody's favorite scene, okay? It's my favorite scene. Uh, no, I want to see how she imitates Ant-Man. She drops down really small. She can't shrink. Like Walks on her knees. <laughs> She's got knee pads. Got to. That suit's quipped. Yeah, oh yeah, that suit's... If it doesn't, it has knee pads that pop out. <laughs> that's, that's how you defeat Taskmaster right there. You send in Ant-Man to kick her ass. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's not a bad idea. I'm just saying. There ain't no micro video of him. Yeah, there's not. Um, except for when he goes giant, man. But And he can't move like he does. Yeah. What's well, she gonna do? I mean, she, yeah. Big <laughs> swings? Yeah. <laughs> I can only do this for a couple of minutes, guys. Yeah. Does anybody have any orange <laughs> slices? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, so deployment of, of the Taskmaster. I, I don't see why Ant-Man gets, gets hate sometimes. Why? Because... Yeah, he's a, he's a fun character. He's a fun character. Scott Lang's yeah. a fun character. Hank Pym yeah. is not. And I, I don't mean MCU Hank Pym, I just mean comic Hank Pym. I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, sorry, that's a whole, like, another yeah. sidetrack thing. But... We'll talk about Ant-Man <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Oh, Richard. What? Anyways. So, we got Taskmaster. She is watching uh, Civil War, as you already said. And specifically, the Clint in Black Panther scene. And then we see the chip get put in her, her neck and sent out to work. Um, She's been turned into a robot. A what? A robot. Taskmaster oh, yes. has become a Rubit. Yes. Like yes. a like a Rubik's cube? Yep. A, a Rubit. Oh, <laughs> uh, when Rick comes and gives her the supplies, as we talked about earlier, you see the uh, glass package, or the gas package, I'm sorry, that Yelena had got. Uh, so it's already made it through its, its way through the mail and gotten to Nat. Um, and then, you know... Gasoline goes out in the generator, and she has to go out and get some more, and her car gets blown to shit on a bridge, and nothing happens to the bridge. Just the car. Because Taskmaster's that great at aim that she yeah. can fuck up a car and nothing else around it. Yeah, what, what did he, do we, what did, <laughs> like, what did he shoot that car with? I was like, she's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause like it looks like a damn rocket hits her, 
but it doesn't hey. blow up the car at all. It's all like concussive, and I'm like, it's it's the same arrow as he is it that she did in in the streets of is wherever it? the fuck that was Budapest. 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 <laughs> uh, is it? Because um, I, I didn't see the arrow. Like I, I watching it like three times now, I still can't see the arrow. But you just I'm see it, it's up just shit like, at this point in time. It just knocks her, uh, her not her car like so far back, and I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, what? Well, she's dead. That credits roll. There it is. There's the end of the movie. <laughs> so, so now we get the first fight scene. Of Taskmaster, and I'm not gonna lie, the mannerisms of Taskmaster I thought were excellent. Just yeah. the curious looks that she had on her face, or not her face, but her just the way she moved her head and shit. And you know, Nat goes to start shooting her, and she thinks that it's Ross's cronies. So what does Ross have cooking up already for Nat to think that's somebody? Yeah, I mean that, that Ross sent out once again. We're getting thunderbolts, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she, that she must know something that we don't. But just, just you know, when that starts popping, popping at her, you know, she throws that shield up real quick, and she just kind of peeks around it to just kind of, like I, I love seeing all those just head dog mannerisms that she would do, and you know, when when they were going toe to toe and flipping back and forth and stuff like that, and it was almost a mirror image. Yeah, and they would stop, and they would just sit there and turn their heads and look at each other, just trying mm-hmm. to figure each other out. I love that shit. Like that was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The the choreography in this movie was pretty dope. Um, they they did a really good job. Um, I I'm the same. I like seeing the mirror. Like she does the scissor. I think it's in here where she does like the scissor leg flip around. Black Widow maneuver that she's known for. Um, and then, like I said, we see uh, a little bit of Spider-Man, the Captain America with the shield. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. I- I'd say your Spider-Man take that you saw, um, Captain America and Black Widow. All so all those fighting styles. Oh, that, okay, so that just clicked. So that's what you were talking about. Like, <laughs> in seeing all these Avengers... In the, like spotting that in there, I was like, "Yeah, okay." I don't know what the heck y'all were looking. At. I didn't see any of these freaking people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Taskmaster in the comics has the ability to, uh, once he sees you fight, he can copy your yeah. moves. And yeah, which uh, I got that from the movie. Yeah, but I just y'all were saying. I was like, "What?" I was trying to rack my brain. I was like, "I don't remember seeing these people." Was I like asleep during this part? Like, what happened here? But you're talking about like in her. In her fighting style, like where she got, she copied from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, why. That's why she was watching the video of, of yeah. Civil War. You know, Civil War. <laughs> it wasn't just for pleasure because it was a good scene. It was she was learning. Yeah, she was copying so. her moves, which makes so uh, Taskmaster like this like super formidable villain because like essentially you're fighting against all the Avengers. Yeah, at least the ones yes, without she- power. Fighting against all the Avengers, fighting against yourself. Yeah. Um, to where you actually have to sit there and acknowledge your own weaknesses to possibly try to use to beat yourself. Like. Um and 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 you know 
maybe you heard this, Jeremy, that it, towards the end of the movie, Draco said that, you know, she was a perfect mimic. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Just, that's crazy. Yeah. For that to be like a superpower, basically just be a perfect mimic of whoever you're fighting. So, but, was that something that he programmed into her? Yes. Okay. I think that was part of the chip. Yeah. What do you think, Richard? Yeah, uh, are you asking, is that, like, the moves that she used programmed into her, or the fact that No, like, being able to, like, mimic and analyze. Yeah, I think that's her, part of her being, like, a robot. A robot. Um. What's a robot? I can't keep up with a robot or a robot. It's it's a robot. Uh. Her butt is robotic. (laughs) A Roomba here? Like, I don't don't know what we're doing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what happened is he was just like, Hey, you know, I think what he wanted is an Avenger on his team because later on the movie, he's like, Oh, now I have an Avenger on my, on like when he captures black widow and he's all like, can you imagine what I can do now when I have an Avenger on my team? I think that's the whole point of him wanting Taskmaster to copy all those fighting styles. Well, I think he was wanting somebody that would be able to handle the an Avenger, at least one, if they were to find out about the Red Room. And then by having Nat there, if he could get her back under control, imagine what all he could do with an Avenger inside yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever they do. You're right about that. I just was also kind of tying it back to... Yeah, I agree. I mean, he had, like, uh, during that uh, opening intro, Smells Like Team Spirit, we see him with, like, all these different, like, government officials. We see him, like, meeting Bill Clinton and uh forget some of the other people now. But, uh, yeah, he was wanting, obviously, Nat to be, like, his end to the Avengers, but, like, you know, they broke up. Okay, so the sword. This Taskmaster's a perfect mimic, mm-hmm. and that's where she gets all of her fighting styles for him. Where does the sword come in? I only I was wondering that as well. The only thing I could think of uh, is either one or two things. It's Ronin when during Endgame, uh, or it's just because Taskmaster usually has a sword. And I didn't even think about Ronin. Um, that's the only. I was wondering. I does he ever? Does she, would she have ever seen Gamora? No, probably not. Probably not. Cause this happened. This Next happened minute. right before. That was before. Yeah, this happened right after Civil War. So yeah, but if you watch in the, in the, that's the only reason why I know this because we're going through it. But uh, so I, the Guardians of the Galaxy in that timeline, the Marvel timeline happened. It's happened. Both movies have already happened. Uh, I think it was two or three movies ago. Um, right, but so, they didn't happen on Earth though either. No, they didn't. So, but I mean, I, that, that that's just the only thing that kind of came to my mind when you said about the sword, because in the second Guardians of the, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Star Lord, uh, like, does that little thing with with Gamora where she has guns, and he's like, "Well, guns are are my thing. Swords are supposed to be yours." But, I think this happened before, not think, it happened before Endgame, and I don't think the Guardians were 
on Earth. No, they weren't. Because Gamora wasn't even... Gamora was dead. Like, she didn't even make it to Earth until Endgame, which is, like, alternate timeline Gamora. So that takes out Ronan as well, because Ronan happened after the snap. Yeah, and this oh, happens yeah, well right. before the snap. You're right. So that takes out Ronan. So my thought was, and I feel like it's such a far stretch, I really do feel like it's a just a Taskmaster has a sword. Yeah. And that's just how shit works. Um, but the... Uh, He's got to have his sword and shield, man. <laughs> she. She. Whatever. She. The character. <laughs> You know, you don't know her pronouns. She may identify as men. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> anyway, uh, okay. So, um, black Dane Whitman. Say again. What? Dane Whitman. Could we? Could could that be any kind of a cue that you know? Uh, no. Dane Whitman's coming in with the black, the ebony sword. Maybe I doubt it. I mean, it's I, that's what I'm saying. It's a stretch, but it's just that was the only thing I could think of. And if this person's a mimic, then who is she mimicking? Uh, so yeah, maybe I I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to wait till maybe um, she maybe she watched fencing on fucking Olympics or something. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> fencing. No, I I don't. Maybe I we'll have to wait till Eternals come out with um. For us to see what's going on with the Black Knight. Because um, I think that movie is supposed to take place throughout the MCU history. I think that's what that... I think that's what I read somewhere or heard somewhere. Like, certain things are taking place throughout all of the MCU history. Like, you know, whatever. We'll see when Iron Man first became Iron Man. And, and then eventually... Cause they mention obviously the end game, but I think that's, I think like at certain points during the, the start of the movie, we'll see them like the start of humanity, you know, and then yeah, when the yeah. Avengers first appeared and then, you know, when Ultron hit and whatever, uh, I think we'll see certain key elements there. So it depends on what's going on with, um, with Black Knight, because uh, I have no idea what they're going to do with him. Right. Yeah, like I said, I think it's far-fetched myself, but it, I just, I don't know, I thought it'd be cool if they did kind of like, like, precursor. Hey, right. this shit's coming. Um, alright, so, Nat basically gets her ass handed to her, she gets blown off the bridge, kicked off the bridge, I think. Was it, was she not kicked? I think, yeah, she was like kicked off the bridge or something. Um, it was a pretty powerful kick or hit or something. It wasn't. It wasn't I an explosive. She, I think she was kicked off. Yes, because she thought she was the target, and then she realized that the um, the vials, the vials were the target, and then she did something, and then like I thought she jumped off the bridge. Yeah, I think she caused a distraction to like get off. The bridge. I thought that's what happened. Well, she did the the lasso thing on. The ankle shot her back up towards the top. Shot Taskmaster up towards the top. Taskmaster did her sword thing to cut the line. Spider-Man flip. Uh, by this time, you see Nat getting the vials. She has time to take the vials out. And 
somehow I thought she got kicked or she had she had the shield or something, and Taskmaster just kicked the shield, and they both got flung into the water, and the the box was still sitting there, if I remember the scene correctly. I thought she grabbed the thing and then dove off into the water. I mean, it doesn't really matter. She, right. she no, escaped she the clutches yeah. <laughs> of Taskmaster. Yes. So, yes. yes. <laughs> um, and then made her way to her old safe house. Yep. And because that's supposedly where they came from. Budapest. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've seen that reunite with Yolanda. And basically, they have a fight scene to show they can go toe to toe. Cool fight scene and painful when I'm pretty sure it's Scarlett Johansson's stunt double, but whoever it was, when she gets thrown up against that door, every, like all three times that I had seen it, I was just like, ow! <laughs> like that was a really cool. Oh, yeah. I, I like that fight scene with them. And then, like, it, it felt that this is what I'm meant to when I was like it feels like a really good Jason Bourne movie because they were very like just using whatever was in the room to like fight you know they each had the guns and then like the guns were disarmed and then they were just like books uh I forget she used some like <laughs> broom thing or something I don't know and it's like swinging at her and then uh then she starts like choking her with the curtain and it was uh, I, it was really cool what the hell was on the desk or the mantle or whatever? We had two small scenes of this desk or mantle where one scene Nat picks something up off of it to use it as a weapon, but we get like a lingering scene on that. And then the next scene is when uh, shit starts going down, down in that room. I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I meant to go back and, and freeze frame that and just to see if there's something there because I don't know why we're we're caught looking at that for so long. So, but it was just something that I noticed. Um, also in the scene, you know, you get to that towards the end where they rip the curtain down and they're choking the shit out of each other with it, and um, Yelena sits there. And Elena is willing to pass out whatever to make make this stop, whereas Nat's like you can you can just tell the difference psychologically, um, socially I guess between the two, as Nat's had to sit there and be an Avenger and work together as a team and stuff like that and learn when to stop and when to quit and whatnot like that, and Elena's still has that no I'm gonna win or maybe that's just a little sister thing. Yeah, I, I, I chalked it up to she has some kind of resentment still towards her. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I think you're probably right about um Black Widow being all like, Yeah, I'm a good guy now, so I'm not gonna murder you in cold <laughs> blood. Um even though sometimes they have murdered people in, in cold blood. <laughs> but, uh, no, um... I feel like she just recognized the situation. Yeah. More than Yelena did. You know, I mean, I think what she I realized, feel like. oh, it's, it's my, it's my quote-unquote sister. Um, so she was like, you know, I'm not gonna murder her, and there's a reason why she sent me this thing, uh, and why there's this Rubit man, uh, woman. Oh my god. 
um, that's after me. So I need answers. I don't need dead people. I need answers. Well, I don't think she would have killed her anyways. Let's be honest. I mean, we don't know. That. I mean, <laughs> I think she'd just wait for her to pass out, and then she'd just untied the thing and left her there. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> I'm just being so. I'm just talking about because she's an assassin. <laughs> like, she was an assassin. Not anymore. She's gotten soft. She's had red in her ledger, which, God, I cannot, like, can we hurry up and get to Dave, can we get to David <laughs> Harbour? Like, anyway. We're getting there, we're getting there. Who's right. David Harbour? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that was the end of our podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's been a good run. So the Black Widows are all surrounding them, they're trying to shoot them down. Uh, that's when they start getting realizing that the the widows are mind controlled, and to a point they are physically controlled from at a distance. Um, where the one widow shoots herself in the face with her little shocker bracelet and kills herself. Uh, then we get the chase scene with Taskmaster coming back in, and that's where you see the bow and arrow from Clint, one shot. And the vehicle's gone, and they hide out underneath, and you get to see where uh, where Nat and Clint stayed during their mission, I guess. You think it's to, to knock off Draco, right, Richard? Yes, uh, that, that was their mission. Uh, the, that's supposedly the infamous Budapest... Uh... Pest. thing that they did um, from that they mentioned in Avengers 1 is the apparently that's what I guess well not guess they say it in the thing that's what led her to come onto S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s like hey you can join us if you kill this guy and I think Hawkeye not think Hawkeye we see the arrow holds and she mentions it helped her so that supposedly was what went down there. So we get the story that this is where we get the story that uh, Nat and her attempts to kill Draco also killed Draco's daughter. And um, and basically, you know, kind of sort of how she dealt with that. I felt it awkward and weird that... That's pretty much all we see Taskmaster for the entire movie. Like, we get the one scene on the bridge, we get this chase scene here, there's, what, the ending? Yeah, there's the, and that's it. There's the fight at at the Red Room with, um, with Red Guardian. David Harbour? Yeah, with Red Guardian and, uh, Melina. Okay, so then we also get an intro, because they start bonding on their way to go release the Red Guardian from prison. Yeah, they have, like, a beer, and she mentions yeah. her cool vest. Yes, uh, with all the pockets. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Which is the... It was adorable. Which She's is like, the vest that, uh... It's like, you could store a lot of stuff in this. Um, Yeah, it was really cool. Add your weed in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, and when, okay, so, spoilers for 
the ending because we hadn't gotten there yet. But when I saw the vest, I went, "Oh, that's the vest! Like that—that's yep. the vest that she's wearing in in, in uh, Infinity War and um, not really an Endgame, a little bit in Endgame, but anyway." And I thought, "Oh crap! Yeah. They're gonna kill off Yelena!" Like I thought, like she's gonna wear the vest as like, uh, oh, like you know, in memory. Yeah, memory. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking going into this, I'm like, "Oh crap! This is why, like, this is why." She's so hellbent in Endgame with, like, we've got to bring these people back. Like, we've got to bring my family back because my other family died. Like, I thought that's the way this was going to go. I thought, like, Red Guardian's dead. Yelena's dead. Melena's dead. Or Milan, I forget however you say her name. Um, Rachel White. Melina. Yeah, Melina. Melina's dead. I thought by the end of that, that's what was going to happen. And then that's why in Endgame, she's so hard up on like, you know, because like her and Cap, after, you know, the five year like stint of like everyone's been snapped and we've lost all of our friends and family members, why she's so hell bent on like doing this and why she ultimately wants to like sacrifice herself in, in, in Endgame. Uh, but that didn't happen, so I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought they were gonna rogue one us? Yeah, except for with <laughs> with uh, with uh, Natasha. Yeah, I really did. Well, because like every bastard in this movie dies, it means nothing. Well, like no, I mean like the the movie started off real dark, so that's why I was just like, yeah, I could see them rogue oneing us. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if we were. I wasn't getting too attached to the characters, or trying not to really, because I, I just didn't necessarily have the best best feeling going into this. Like, just you know, it, it, obviously they're not a, not afraid to kill off characters if they need to type thing. So, but it was a cool little scene actually, and just kind of really eye opening as well to see the widows in there. I mean, for one, like for again, somebody that doesn't necessarily know the comics. I, I, I mean, I didn't really know that there were multiple widows before this movie. Um, I just knew of Black Widow, and so yeah, getting to see that, and then like just seeing how much control he had over them, and then like yeah, like just being her being cute as far as like I got to choose my own thing to buy, like and it has. Has has pockets. It wasn't like a, <laughs> wasn't a going out and buying a pretty dress or anything. It was just going. I'm gonna get a vest with pockets. And that, that's what I'm gonna spend my money on. <laughs> you know what got me in that scene, and, it, and it's the damn pocket thing too. Um, my wife, whenever she buys a dress, <laughs> the most happiest thing she oh, is God, about yeah. this damn dress yes. is that the thing has pockets in it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there thinking. Well, the assassin's not going to go buy a dress, but they'll buy a vest yep. as long as it's got a bunch of pockets. <laughs> yep. That's very true. I mean, well, yeah, that's the same way. So they decide to go on a girl's trip to go kill Draco. And uh, part of this girl's trip is to go, you know, swing by the prison that they're holding Alexi in to bust him out. And uh, they're going to need equipment. So who do they hit up? They hit up Rick Mason. And they're going to Rick Mason to get a jet. How are they going to pull this mission off with a jet? I, I don't know. Get the wind jet. Yeah, that is, that is, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you do get They're the They're going to pick jet. the whole damn prison up? 
Well, no, I mean, like, the Quinjet can hover and stuff, you know, unlike the, like, a normal jet. But that is true. That's a good point. I didn't pick that up. That's a good, like, because he's not, well, I mean, he does get a Quinjet. Spoilers. But, um. He does. But, yes. like, I'm just, like, now that you mention that, yeah, like, she doesn't say Quinjet. She says jet. Right. Um. Just hold a string and hold yeah. a, I'll drop a line yeah, and like exactly. just hang on tight. Like hold, hope to God, Alexi grabs it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drawers just stand, still sitting there. Well, thankfully they got a helicopter. Yeah. That they shit all over before they took it. Um. So now we see Alexi in prison, getting a tattoo, arm wrestling any and everybody that comes up to him. And lo and behold, we get the first. Mutant in the MCU. May yeah, maybe if they retcon uh the Maximoff twins. Shut your damn mouth. No. If if they Who? if they retcon the Ma the the uh uh Wanda and Pietro if they they're mutants. Well, yeah. If they Yeah, well I know that, but like I didn't catch the whole mutant part in there. Uh Ursa Major is the it's the last guy, really tall, yeah, wrestler dude. looking dude. Yeah, really huge guy. Um, he, in the comic books, he's a mutant, and basically, he can turn himself into a bear. No bear. A Russian The most bear. Russian power ever, to turn yourself <laughs> into a bear. Vodka drinking yeah, bear. Exactly. Like, why are the MCU's bad guys from Russia? Um, cause, wait, MCU? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Iron Man 2? Yeah. That's Black Widow. I don't know who else. I'm running out. Yeah, I was about now. to say that. <laughs> it's, it's falling apart, but whatever. <laughs> Ursa Major, you can find his first appearance in The Incredible Hulk 258, by the way. Um, But I thought, I, I, I love that whole scene, and basically Ursa Major just calling him out saying he's full of shit. <laughs> Captain America was frozen. Oh my god, I... <laughs> All right, so I, we've been I, we finally got to the part that I've been wanting to talk about. Like I love David Harbor as Red Guardian. I wanted I had him fan cast as Ben Grimm because I would love for him to play uh, uh, Ben from Yancey Street. Uh, but I loved him as Red Guardian, and I, I love this idea. Some I can't claim I came up with this idea. I think I read this on Reddit, but I love that someone had mentioned that maybe he's not lying about fighting Captain America. Maybe he fought uh, the um, ah, what's his name uh, in oh Isaiah Bradley. I knew this name. Yes. I don't know why it wasn't yes. coming. I kept wanting to say like Jebediah Bradley, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, Anyway, uh, someone had the idea of maybe he fought against Isaiah Bradley. And, like, he's either so dim-witted that he doesn't really notice, like, the skin color <laughs> is different. He just sees, like, you know, the Captain America suit. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and just thinks, like, oh, it's Captain America. And, um, but I love this idea because I want him to show up later and then see, like, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, <laughs> and being like, Captain America, we meet again, and he'd be like, dude, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, I think that would be amazing. Um, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, and and be like, you know, when we fought in, you know, whatever war, and he'd be like, I wasn't even born then. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so there is like a maybe he's not lying about it. Um, but I don't know. Um, the point is, is they kind of leave it ambiguous. But I love that scene when he's like, you know, he's like just gloating about this. He's like, you know. He carries around his shield like a little baby blanket, and then <laughs> I, I, it's it, and he's like, and then I threw it back at him, and he jumped out the window, and then yeah, of course, uh, uh, Ursa Major, Minor, um, Major, Ursa Major, Major, um, uh, comes in. He's like, when was this? And he's like, Captain America was still yeah, yeah. He's like, Captain America was still frozen in ice back then. And then, I love, he just, like, breaks his arm. <laughs> you calling me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, I love, too, that arm, the prior uh, arm wrestling with the other guy when he's like, oh, 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 no, oh, no. And then he just beats him. Like... <laughs> And then as the dude's walking away, he goes, ah, he thought he won. Yeah. He thought he was winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, that was, that was, I, I did love that. I thought that was great. I love the little hint of, of a possible mutant. I don't, I think it's going to be hard to retcon the Wanda Quicksilver thing. And the only reason I say that yeah. is because of WandaVision. Yeah. And it's showing the interaction with the stone. However, you could also sit there and pull the whole. It, well, they it also, was the mutant gene as to why she could inter- interact with it. They also show so. her parents, which, unless they cast that guy as Magneto, <laughs> like, they're, or, I mean, they could obviously go back and say, like, no, that wasn't your real father. This dude's your real father. They, the comics have done that, too. Yeah. They've, they've gone back and forth as to whether Magneto's, I'm, you know, the parents. Uh, on a quick tangent, I'm so interested to see what they do with the mutants, um, just because I'm ready. Um, I'm ready to see, like, a good version of the mutants. And, uh, I'm just... I have no idea how they plan on doing it. We can talk about that on another, uh, episode, and I can give you my idea, um, because I want that out in the ether, because I want them to use that idea. Uh, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> um... Anywho, sorry, continue. Uh, Alexi... In prison. Alexi's in prison, uh, we get Ursa Major... And uh, he beats him. He's he's you know the, this massive dude. He just crinkles his arm up. Um, Alexi gets mail. You know, stops the tattoo. Goes and checks out the mail, and basically it's an earpiece telling him, and it's from Nat and Yelena, telling him where to go within the prison. I I guess they're opening the doors as well as he's able yeah, to walk along. I have no idea how they do that. Yeah, That's what it seems like. Exactly it's how they did that at all. It's magic. It's the same instance with those earpieces. I can't get my Bluetooth to work like when I walk 10 feet away from my phone, yet they can get it to work through like thousands of concrete. So it's magic. I don't know. It's magic. You don't have Russian Bluetooth. <laughs> oh, clearly, That's why. Clearly, or I don't have Avengers Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get the breakout scene, which I think is pretty cool, and it's funny because we get the whole, uh, we've, we missed talking about this, but, uh, Yelena basically teasing, um, uh, Scar- uh Nat about her, her being a, your poser, 
when, when you when you land yeah. and, and you do your stance and you you flip your head yeah i love that <laughs> another sort of like deadpool-esque like superhero landing and she's like your poser <laughs> yeah that's a great and so of, of course nat jumps out of the plane at some point in time throughout this rescue and does the superhero landing yep. and pose yes yes the helicopter <laughs> thank you did you say jet the jet the, I, I said the plane. I can't remember. I said the plane. I think, yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 she come. Oh, she's such a poser. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that. He's been in Alexi's been in prison so long that he's still not hip on his. Like it's almost like he's kind of lost the 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 in tuneness. Of his powers, you know, because he goes to make the jump. Oh yeah, and he and he it almost reminded me of Beast from uh, the Fox movies, and and he goes to climb up and then he gets shoved back down. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. It just I was like, yeah, he's he's obviously not used his powers in a long time. Yeah, so we, it makes sense for him to kind of get his ass handed to him a little bit. We also see he's like overweight now, and yeah. <laughs> which that was what I was saying about the super soldier serum, like. In the first Captain America, he talks about, like, his metabolism, so it's, like, super-powered as well, so he can't get drunk, which also means he probably can't get fat, and, like, it's kind of cool seeing, like, you know, the Russians didn't quite perfect it. It's got, like, uh, some side effects. Yeah. Well, and you'd be a miserable Russian if you couldn't drink either. That is true. The same as Irish. Yes. So. <laughs> so. Hopefully Banshee so, can, uh. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Richard. Got a little too intense on our first episode, so this is part one of two. Be sure to check out part two for the continuation of our discussion of Black Widow. And thanks for listening. Peace. This is a much less cool way to die.